Hello, piggies. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Plot. And I am actually at the farm this week, and uh, there's no one else around. There's uh, sunshine, wind blowing. Um, I just had to share with you the loveliness of these little piggies. They're a few weeks, maybe a couple of months old, and they're running about in the in the sty, in the, in the pig pen. The sow is completely conked out on a big pile of hay, and these little ones just came up. I've got a barrow full of compost from the from the plot. Uh, not compost, um, cuttings put on the compost bin. I brought them up here and I found the piggies, so I thought I'd say hello. They're so lovely. Hello. <laughs> hello. It's reassuring to know that uh, some aspects of life just still go on. The pigs are still snuffling about in the dirt and the wind is making a lovely theatre of the trees. I hope you can still hear me. I just record this completely on the fly without any special equipment. So yeah, the trees are looking fabulous. Swooping about, full of leaf. Sun's out, blue sky. Life goes on, life goes on. Life changes and life goes on. So I just thought I'd hop on and say hello and get this this episode started. And uh, I have been thinking a lot about, about how life goes on, life changes, life goes on, and how to hold your nerve through all of that. When you're feeling really baffled and bamboozled by big drastic changes in life how do we figure out what's still going on what's the flow to step into to keep going and where are our signs and signals of life sorry i don't know how you're gonna how i'm gonna get word in <laughs> this is the mum right I'm gonna just leave, leave them oh maybe I should just go home I just wanted you to hear all of that lovely life the irresistible force of life and nature that is in things growing around us and it's really given me cause to think about ways that we hang on in there when we simply don't feel like it for whatever reason whether it's a mental thing or just haven't got the physical energy or routines are disrupted so much that we can't figure out which way is up and and actually the thing I'm taking great courage from is just watching all this life around me yes the animals down here but even more simply and humbly being at home watching our seeds come up in the last few weeks has been so inspiring and has taught me a few things about patience and about just showing up to do the things you have to do to nurture something into life and actually I've, I've struggled to make this podcast for a few weeks because I haven't really been clear on what those things I need to do for myself are. And I'm sure lots of us are feeling that right now. And I think our job sometimes is to just go with the flow. 
go with the flow a little bit let the days turn and just notice after we've done all that job of noticing what wants to grow here then we just watch it grow and take heart from that so I think that's going to be the theme for this week the animals are still feeding things are still growing morning comes sun shines things grow evening comes and we all sleep for the night Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh i'm not kissing that from me and the piggies for now what do you reckon what do you reckon yeah come back later yeah okay So I've made it back down to the allotment um, in a really lovely and unexpected act of kindness this week. Uh, there were a couple of things that happened, but one of them was that my partner, without me knowing, took the bench um, back home to restore it. I, I just got home one day from a walk and he was there sanding it down, repairing all the rotten slats. Um, I, f I found it, I was so moved by that. And we just brought it back. Well, he and his son brought it back yesterday. It's in place. It's still bearing the scars of having had a um, a long and loved life. But I couldn't record the plot anywhere else this time. So here I am it, on a very blustery day back at the allotment recording. And it's very lovely to be here. The only other people here are some fellow private tenants. There aren't many of us around, but... Um, they're on a plot a little way off and you may hear them digging a bit but they're probably a bit far away but other than that it's us and the blustery wind and these lovely big trees that we're surrounded by so I'm hoping that I can manage to shelter enough to get these thoughts out for you this week. Since the last episode there has been a lot happening so it's been a few weeks that we've been sheltering at home and even though in many ways life seems quieter there's there's such a lot of readjustment going on and I've been thinking that while on one hand everything has really quietened down and stopped what I've noticed is that in other ways more important things have really started to bubble up such as ideas and sense of purpose and connection and that sort of thing and I, I've been thinking an awful lot about that um, trying to make some decisions for my own business and trying to reach out to others I've worked with who will also be going through some very big questions at the moment and it strikes me that the best thing we can do is just to reach out and chat um, without any sense of outcome. I, I, um, I listened in on a really lovely interview with Catherine Edsell who's an explorer. The other day she was talking about resilience and confidence in running your business and there was a lovely phrase along the lines of you don't need to know the outcome because if you do you may shut down the possibility of opportunity and uh, it seemed very pertinent at the moment. I've experienced many different emotions these last few weeks, as I'm sure lots of us have. And I've also been on the receiving end of people expressing all extremes of these emotions too, the bad side included. This naturally has an impact on our sense of place and our belonging in the world, all of which is up for grabs at the moment. So it's no wonder that the farm has been such a haven as we've travelled through spring. 
and preparing the soil at the plot ready to receive the little plants we've cultivated from seed and being oinked at by those lovely piggies spied on by magpies sung to by the robins they just love coming over whenever we're digging they'll come and sit nearby waiting for a feast but making a rhythm a pattern of noticing the breathing in and out of natural spaces as the temperatures rise and fall through day and night and all these little plant cells multiply and put down their roots this has really helped navigate some serious mental disruption and find faith in life's simple grace of doing the basics thinking about and attending to the small and simple things required and while I'm trying to manage a thousand ideas coming out and question what is at the heart of my creative business this has been so refreshing to come into a simpler space I don't know if this is familiar to you but I'm aware of a sort of comparative guilt at the moment where I tend to negate the difficulties I'm feeling because it's nothing compared to what our key workers face I'm running a business in design and animation and writing about creative process and it's a really lovely thing to be working in it brings joy and it's is it life and death I don't think it is <laughs> not in a not in an urgent sense that we're being faced with at the moment in our headlines but that's a bit like comparing a sweet pea to a broad bean or a robin to a falcon we're just different creatures we're living and working in very different spaces and contending with very different circumstances and it's about framings what we're offering, what we're bringing to the world. About a month ago I sat in the garden early in the morning and I watched as a pair of blackbirds made a nest in the big bay tree in front of me and our, our garden is tiny and this enormous bay tree dominates it and the birds, I think it must be the same pair of blackbirds, they return every year. I'd heard somewhere that um, they might build a few nests before deciding where to settle. Is that right? Watching them, it seems to be what they're doing. And there's that slight feeling of jitters, of urgency as they dive into the tree from all angles and carry their bundles of twigs and leaves, simply trying to work out how to make and be at home safely, peacefully. It resonated. I've noticed a sort of restlessness these last few weeks. I don't know if that rings true for you gathering everything we need to be happy and comforted in our homes as we necessarily have to dive in and nest for a while and then switching the focus a few weeks on I'm back to my seedlings some are hardened and big enough to go out and some are still very delicate and need a bit more care in the warmth of home we must have planted hundreds of seeds through March and April still sowing now in fact and as ever this perennial habit comes with a deep longing for something new to come with spring a deep weariness after long very miserable winter months is naturally followed by spring i think it's often the way that a season of perceived creative paralysis is followed by an explosion of ideas and new life but it can be so hard to remember that to recall it from previous seasons or trust that this is how we creatives work I've talked in previous episodes about seeds in the ground, especially over winter, when it looks as though nothing is happening, like our plans and ideas lying dormant. Sometimes we name the idea and then it seemingly goes to sleep. But our creative energies are actually unstoppable, so long as we keep showing up faithfully to look after the soil and know that with the right nurture, even the tiniest seeds can spring into a jungle of life. 
even the tiniest of ideas that we have for our creative expression, life, work, with tiny little actions can spring to life. And you don't need to know the outcome to do those first few actions because opportunity will meet you along the way. We have to do the work of showing up and being gentle cultivators. This year, most of our seeds shot up within days of being sown and it's so energising to be around. And it's those signals that have kept me upbeat when I've felt the urge to stop and dive under the duvet, which happens quite a lot at the moment. Feeling the huge slump, the side swipe of being knocked off course. Planting the seeds is like naming the thought and then leaving it. Name your ideas, then leave well alone so the subconscious mind can do its job of making connections and rooting ideas in the right context. This year I'm struck with two things. First of all, the gentle nesting nature of being at home and the panic that sets in when there's a ruffle in that, when something upsets the peace, a bad mood or a disappointment. But the gentle nesting nature of home teaches me what is worth preserving, what character is needed to be in this space without the usual daily distractions or perspective of getting out and about, seeing how the rest of the world's doing, of being in the nest and still thriving. It's gentle. The nesting nature is gentle. Trusting that I have everything I need to thrive, to get the basics right, the physiological and belonging needs, before it's possible to scale up to meaningful self-expression. The gentle nesting nature of being at home, seeking out very quiet, nurturing space so I can keep anxiety at bay enough to throw myself into dreaming and making and creating and just showing up to be present to the ideas that are itching to come. They're, they're bubbling up to the surface all the time at the moment. I'm sure there are many ideas many of us are having. I don't think it's necessary right now to worry about the outcome, but just to sit with the ideas and acknowledge them like planting the seeds and then leave them. Keep showing up, acknowledge them, but don't rush to an outcome. Enjoy your nest. And secondly, I'm struck at the moment by the inevitable explosion of life that happens when conditions are right and when small seeds are cultivated. This year, I'm struck by the fast behaviour of the seeds. It's been quite extraordinary compared to previous years, with such a hit of warmth so early on this spring. And I can't help seeing parallels in the way we are having to change and adjust really quickly at the moment. New ideas, patterns, insights emerging so quickly. We're making new connections. We're reaching out to people in new ways. All of these things are springing to life, even with the sensation of a body blow in the first few weeks we all went into lockdown. If anyone else out there has been feeling a sideswipe in the flow of your thinking and making and imagining, well, me too. And in the hours or days when it feels too much to get back in the flow, the seeds can do it for us. There's such a delicious compelling life force in all these young plants around me at the moment. All sorts of varieties, fruit, veg, flowers, 
as they spread four, six, eight leaves, buds, roots, thirsty for warmth and water, which we bring them in our cans every day. We do the troop from the trough back to the beds. This year, it's almost as if they know we need some extra help to keep our spirits up. If your mojo is coming and going, yeah, mine too. If you're not sure what angle to approach things from, if you're aware of all the anxious voices right now talking about lockdown and the pandemic as holding creative opportunity, but you're feeling confused, overwhelmed, empty-headed at times, excited, inspired, and full of despair all at once, yeah, same. <laughs> and hopefully you know that we're all just doing our best to figure it out, each next little step. Hopefully we all know that, and we can be in our nests, behave like seedlings, just rest, just trust, the simple things are taken care of. Things change, life goes on, keep going. So before I go this week, I'm just going to take us back to the piggies, see how they're getting on. There's a short walk from our side of the farm to where the pigs are, and there's quite a lot of plots in between. There's a lean-to greenhouse that's huge, but that's for all the farm groups and volunteers, not us. And then down past the wheelbarrows is a big rank of wheelbarrows, some rusty some shiny, quite a few flat tyres, massive compost bins where all the waste from the enclosures goes and, and all our waste from the um, plots and then we get huge big mounds of stinky old compost. It, it means that we have a very fertile ground here. It's fantastic. Oh, here we go. Hello, sweetie. Hi. Hello. <laughs> oh. Hello, Stinky. Well, that is a snout to be proud of. Oh, I haven't got any food for you, I'm afraid. How about some grass? Here. How about some grass? There you go. Oh, yeah, you like that, don't you? Oh, sweetie. <laughs> They're so cute. I don't think I want to go near the sow. She's just... I need to have my fingers off. They are really stinky, covered in mud, and gorgeous as ever. And if I walk up here, past the polytunnels, full of calendula and salad, got two little black ones. Oh, you are so grubby and beautiful, aren't you? On that note, my friends, from the pig pen at the city farm, I wish you all the very best. Stay safe. Look after each other. Keep dreaming. Enjoy your nests as much as you can. Until next time. <laughs>